welcome back. It's another version of my 15 minutes of fame. I am Goldie. I am hosted and joined here with uh, Tiffany Helton, which may have changed more so. Is it still Helton? We'll find no. out. <laughs> I know it's been so long. Like I know you from a hundred million years ago. So yeah. This is a great conversation to have because Tiffany, whatever your last name is now, I'm sure you're married and you have children and all the things, is you've been a restaurateur in Fort Collins from literally a girl working at a beer tub to now being literally, and I know this, being one of the most successful restaurateurs in Northern Colorado. You're not just a restaurant owner, your community you're like fabric of the restaurant community. I already know a list of people who would be like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing with my restaurant right now. Call Tiffany. She'll tell me. Oh, Oh, geez. Thank you. What an introduction. Well, it's true. So people need to understand that you're not just uh, some Jerry off the street. You know what you're doing. Um, So Tiffany, who are you and uh, what do you own? Well, my uh, maiden name is Pellin, remember. Oh, Pellin. Yeah. Helton. Where did I get Helton from? Well, that's my new one. Well, that's it's not your... new. I've been married for like seven years. Okay. But... It must be like the recognition from Facebook or whatever, <laughs> something like that. Okay. I get it. I got it. Cool, cool. Keep um, going. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I co-own and we have co-founded the Stuffed Burger Bars. We have a location in Fort Collins and we have a location in Windsor. And then we just recently, last year, opened up Lonesome Buck Brewery and that is in Greeley. Cool. So got my hands full and I have two little boys and I'm married. So that's another full-time job and currently now much more full-time job now that I'm not working. Got it. It's three weeks into the coronavirus. We, I, I remember it was about March 13th where things started shutting down for me. Uh, March 14th, right around in that area. I think restaurants had to close around the 16th. Um, there are some restaurants out there who are still operating under the current restrictions. Uh, today is April 6th, I believe. Um, and, and now we're like three full rich weeks of like not really restauranting. Where are you with your restaurant right now? Are you open or are you closed? How are we're you doing close. this? Yeah, we're, we're closed. closed. Yeah, we're, it's, it's really difficult it sounds like a blessing for the most part having three restaurants, but now it's difficult because we're not as mom and pop as we used to be. Mm-hmm. And I have a business partner, but that still makes only two of us. And so we can't operate our full service restaurant with me basically working every day and one other employee for three locations. It just doesn't work. And so um, again, we're full service. So we're sit down. And so people aren't necessarily, like in tune and thinking of let me get takeout from stuffed burger bar where, you know, like my buddy's own snack attack, they're perfect for takeout and delivery because that's part of their model where um, we wouldn't generate enough revenue to pay staff doing it. So we decided to close and furlough our staff. So at least for now they can collect unemployment, which I think is the best situation for um, a full service model like ours is that they can get, more money than they would be working part-time for us. So it it was the best decision for sure. You you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It seems like maybe another three weeks from now, maybe it's like May 1st or something like this. Life reappears. We come out like that one beer commercial where the guy's coming out from like winter and his friends are barbecuing in the back and they're like, Bob, where have you been? And he's like, what's going on? Uh, It feels like maybe that's kind of how like what getting restaurants will be like. What do you expect? What do you foresee? 
Um, it's going to be difficult. I don't think that we're just going to reopen on May 1st and people are going to flood back in, nor do I think that that's safe. Like I don't feel comfortable myself or my staff because I actively work in the restaurants and I actively talk to guests and so does my staff. And so I don't think that's going to be a safe play is just, Oh, the floodgates open. Let's all start partying and eating and drinking again. I think it's unsafe to do that. And so my personal opinion is, is it's going to be extended past May 1st. And then after May 1st, we have to put measures in place that are going to make it safer for people to come in and dine because if you think about the way we bust tables, we pick up a dirty glass that somebody has touched or their saliva has been on, and that's not safe for staff to be around and everything. So I'm thinking in the back of my mind, okay, well, if we can reopen May 1st, what does that look like for us? And I think it's going to change a lot. Do you have a prediction? On how it's going to change? Yeah, I think it will just be more of a like less contact type of situation. All right. After a small child interruption and no, no problem. People have children. They got to go do their thing. Uh, yeah. We're back. Um, okay. We left off before the quick interruption was that I'm asking you what your prediction is for when restaurants return, what change will we assumedly see? I just think that really society is going to change too. Like we're not going to be, at least for the first couple of months, really as interactive as we were before. So touching, um, getting close to one another, like I just don't think that it's safe. And like I mentioned before, like I think there's just going to be much more distance for us. You know, I've been thinking about, okay, well, how do I take an order without touching things that somebody's touching? And how do I, I know it's horrible. And how do I, I maybe use like paper cups instead of, glassware because glassware again everybody's touching it and maybe I go to some kind of more of a you know order from an iPad or order from something where the server's not you know right at your face but again it's safety you know and until we see some kind of vaccine come out or you know a really good medication to control this I don't know I think it's I think it's going to be irresponsible for us to just operate like business as usual, like nothing happened. I think it's just going to spread everywhere if we do that. Uh, yeah. And it very well could. And, and, and we're all, you know, kind of predicting and assuming as best as we know. Right. Yeah. Um, the, <clears throat> the restaurant industry is just been obviously throttled by this. We're hearing of large chains closing them down. Like mm -hmm. they're like, we're done. We're just not going to survive this kind of thing. What's your method of like being a really a, a restaurateur that a lot of people look forward to speaking with about like, Hey, how do I do this better? Right. You're always, I mean, you've got your own radio show. This is not the first time you've done this, right? This is, you speak restaurant fluently, not only for your own restaurants and now brewery, but um, <clears throat> you speak for, you speak to other restaurant owners quite a bit. You've done this. How many years have you done this now? 20 plus? Yeah, forever. 30, 30 that's almost? Really, that's all I really know. I mean, yeah. kind of like you, you know, it's the same thing. And, and so other restaurant owners out there who had to close their doors right now, who want to come back, what do you say to these people? How do you, do, do you, is there a piece of advice that they could take from this video right here and say, uh, okay, I'm going to do it like Tiffany. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all in the same boat, right? Like if you just one day close unexpectedly and you don't have a lot of in savings, you know, and even if you do all of your expenses or all of your reserves, I should say, get depleted by expenses. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the first things that already you should have done, call everybody, call Comcast, call DirecTV, call all your vendors, call your landlord. Can I defer? Can I stop? Can I turn off? So that should have been the first step. So that's the first step. Stop the bleeding. Right. Stop the bleeding because you have no revenue coming in. Sure. And you can only pay that off for so long. And then the second thing would be to apply for the loans, the paycheck protection loans, the mm-hmm. SBA loans. So do all that because when you're closed, you're closed, right? Yeah. But then yeah. when you go to reopen, you need money. It's got to start country. again. It starts again. And so you can't just open and then everything that you make is just going to go to pay those bills. Well, now you have all these back bills to pay. So you just have to think about like when I reopen, what's that going to look like? And when you mention a lot of these big chains closing, you know, you and I have had this conversation many times just about the industry and how difficult it is. And the margins are so slim that I think that a lot of people that were on the edge of like, man, I'm barely scraping by, like, I don't know if I can do this. This is probably the best time for them just to fold and to do something else. And it's sad to say, but you know, that's reality. And it is. And I mean, you've seen it with me. I owned a restaurant. I went ahead and folded my cards about a year and some change ago. Um, actually, I have spoken with Lauren from Snack Attack uh, previous to this. And we were both giggling because we were like, man, wouldn't it be amazing if somebody had a breakfast delivery restaurant right now? know. <laughs> I'd be killing it like the one restaurant that could have just been slaying this time in life, you know, but it's good. It's good for restaurants. uh, As far as how I did it, I'm not going to do it that way anymore. And I I like where I'm at, but so, so what is a change that you think will be like, okay. And we've, I guess I've already asked a question. What is it? Is that, we're going to see more space spacing each other and things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, something that pops in my mind and, and I've said it before, I guess it's just one of those things is the waste that we are not producing right now um, in the mass of restaurants, not doing what they do on the daily basis. Um, in the sense of like that uh, and we're seeing like the air clear up and the waters are cleaning up and and in three weeks time right Mm -hmm. this is not like oh it took like a triassic period to see these very immediate changes happening around us like it's quiet at night it's like kind of feels like sunday morning in the 1980s in colorado (laughs) like every day here right now i really think those are positive changes Mm-hmm. I don't think that like why it it's happened is positive, right? Like we've just lost the restaurant industry on a large scale. I, I did would never wish that. But <clears throat> is there a physical change for the good that you could see happening in restaurants because of this virus spreading throughout the world? For is the there a re- relation? I think everybody's maybe personally has benefited from this time. Like it's a very stressful time for a lot of people. And that's, I think mostly money driven. Like we're all just so programmed to make money, make money, make money. And now a lot of us can't do that. And so I think the stress of that initially is 
was insurmountable. Like it was scary, the whole thing. But if you take a step back and say, okay, how am I going to solve my money problems right now? And thankfully the government has, you know, with unemployment and with all these SBA programs, like we've, we've been offered help. Right. And so as long as we take that help, I think, and then we plan for the reopen and how we're going to deal with that. I also think that this is a blessing. And I like personally work so much and I never turn my phone off. I never have a quiet moment. And I've been screaming to myself for like, take a break, take a break. And this is my break. Yeah. And it's a stressful break because I'm like, how am I going to pay this bill? What are we going to do? And, you know, and freaking out about that. But at the same time, it's like, wait a second. Like, like you said, kind of everything just cleared a little bit, you know, and my kids are running around and I'm like, oh my gosh, I like really enjoy spending time with them and my husband, whatever, all of it. And so for my staff, I think as long as they can get the funds that they need to be comfortable and to pay rent and to eat and everybody else out there who lost their jobs, let's take this time. And I don't feel like this, I need to grind and, you know, work every day for my computer from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Why don't we enjoy a little bit of it, you know, and it's okay to work and plan, but like, let's also breathe and enjoy this moment that, you know, I'm religious. God gave us this moment for a reason, right? It's going to be over eventually. It's not going to last forever. So let's just make the best of it. Tiffany, we got about a minute left. And I know that we could go it the the amount of subjects you cover in restaurants and and how to do it so that you can work with the curveballs can go forever. Mm-hmm. And this is only called the fifteen minutes of fame. <laughs> However, I know that people can still continue this conversation with you, be it mm-hmm. me being interviewing you or you interviewing other restaurateurs in the area. How can we get a hold of you? Where can we listen to more of these conversations? Um, I know you've got your own radio show. What is it? What's your Facebook? What's your Instagram? What's the dot coms for the bar and the restaurants? Divulge mm-hmm. all that information for me right now because I want to. I want to go to other places to discover your content. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me again too. It's good to see your face on the Zoom. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go to our Instagram. We're still selling gift cards on our website, Stuffed Burger Bar and Lonesome Buck for now. Um, and then I also do restaurant consulting for the Small Business Development Center for Larimer County, and it's all free. And so if you need somebody to help you, and it can be me, it could be whoever, but help you with any of the loan stuff, any of any questions to be answered, I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and ask other people, what are you doing? You know, how did you fill this out and just get help right now? Because we're all, like I said, in the same situation, even if you're still open, you're still needing funds, you still need help. So it doesn't matter. Um, and I'm learning too through this whole process. So I would just say, let's just kind of hunker down and, you know, do the best we can. Got it. So what's your, uh, restaurant website? It's uh, stuffedburgerbar.com and lonesomebuck.com. And what radio show is yours so we could hear it and where? It's more Bacon Please on 1310 AM. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Miss Tiffany Pellin, Miss Tiffany Helton, <laughs> Miss Tiffany Restaurateur. Uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And that'll wrap this 15 minutes of fame up right now. Yes.